0: What's up? It's Lisa Denae. You're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. Hello.
1: on my nightstand wanna see the world but I don't plan head up in the clouds and I can't land running out of minutes on my left hand got a lot of friends that I don't see say a lot of things that I don't mean no I'm not one to lie pushing my ego aside what if I'm trying to bet? before i learn it before i learn it break the habits i know before i end up a long much will i do before i learn it before i learn to follow through hello my name is devin kennedy i am from los angeles california i am an artist songwriter and producer and a fun fact about me is i love to cook in my free time for fun
0: oh what's your favorite dish to cook
1: what's my favorite dish to cook i really like making uh salmon actually to get to get real Mm -hmm. fancy here but it's kind of like uh, i found in the last few years like cooking is my uh creative outlet with no pressure where i put a lot of pressure on myself for music but cooking there's no pressure so that's that's what I found is my uh, my way to blow off some creative steam, if you will. Oh,
0: yeah. No, that's a great idea, actually. Yeah. I think I, I got into baking a little bit, and so that was something that I noticed like calmed me down, too. So I totally, totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about Follow Through by Devin Kennedy. I want to start with the lyrics of the song. So what is the song about and what inspired you to write it?
1: Yeah, the song is about the sacrifices and the things we go through in pursuit of our goals and things we want out of life. I was inspired to write it because I am uh, so guilty of just overworking and um, just keeping my head down and trying to make things happen. And after I do that and go through like these long periods of too much work, I, I tend to look up and realize like, wow, I haven't seen my family in a little while. I haven't seen yeah. my friends. I missed this party. I missed that gathering, whatever. And that's, it was really tough for me to and kind of realize what I'm missing along the way. And what I've kind of come or coming to terms with slowly is that personal growth doesn't have to happen alone. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's probably better to be out there making memories with people and, you know, having shared experiences and all that. So, you know, it's 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 always an effort, something I'm working on.
0: Yeah. With this particular song, did you were you inspired by that lyrical concept to write this or was it, you know, the that nice like guitar lick that's going on in the production that inspired it?
1: Yeah, Uh, we actually started, so I wrote it with a a really good friend of mine, Dan Burke, who I've done a ton of songs with, and we just like to get together and Play random things and jam out until we we get something cool to start on. On the day we did follow through, it was um, actually the first lyric of the first verse I I just had written in my my notes app on my phone. So we got a lot of half finished novels on my nightstand, which is literally like the story of my life. I feel like <laughs> I can never even finish a book sometimes. So uh, we started there, and we're like, well, what else is along the lines of that? Like, like oh, I want to see the world, but I don't plan. You know, we just kind of wrote the verses first, which is actually almost never how I would do it. But on this day, it was kind of like the lyrics drove everything. And then we, we originally had it uh, just written on acoustic guitar, which we, we tend to do a lot, but ended up changing around the chords a lot and then kind of building this whole track around it after the fact, but it was definitely lyrically driven. Yeah.
0: Did you kind of know where you wanted to take production?
1: In a way, I mean, we we were trying to find uh, kind of like the evolution of my sound and we were trying to, we're trying new things, you know, something I've, I've wanted to do for the couple of years is really like dive a little more into like that, uh, guitar, guitar, pop R&B space and Mm -hmm. really get very musical, like get the little guitar licks, get the little or, or get just some interesting chords in there instead of just following like a really standard, like four chord, you know, structure, like a lot of songs do. So so we we had that in mind but production wise this was kind of like the first song that I did for this next round of songs I have coming out that that really felt right and felt like it was the right sound for me at the right time um and the right, the right amount of pop and the right right amount of like musicality and kind of like a cross between all the things that I love about music.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well I really loved what you guys did in the production with your vocals you have like it's almost like you guys kind of used certain like lines or even maybe just like one word that you were saying and turned it into like a production element that just added like more ear candy to it i wanted to know like whose decision that was
1: yeah, I mean, we we cut the vocals together, but but I, something I've been actively trying to do is is do less production and add more vocals. I, I think people love the sound of a human vo- the human voice, you know, and and I've never really done a lot of that up to this point. I really like was thinking, how do I layer in another synth here, or <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> how do I get another guitar into this? So, like when it doesn't need it, you know, and yeah. um, it kind of got to the space of like listening to artists like. Um, like I love Bruno Major and John Mayer and Khalid and all these artists are, are so vocal heavy in their productions. Mm-hmm. Like the track has like three or four elements and then the rest is vocals. Um, so I'm trying to stay somewhat in that world as much as I can. And this, one, this song is like the perfect example of that where the track is really simple except for a few little guitar licks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, beyond that, it's just a lot of background vocals emphasizing certain lyrical moments, but also just mm-hmm. melodic moments as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, there was, oh my gosh, I think it's in the chorus, I think it's in the first chorus that you kind of like really start hearing those like vo- vocal layerings that you have, but shoot, I forget the lines, but I just thought it was like, I think it's like an ooh, basically, and then it's kind of like goes up. Yeah. But I just really love that moment, and then I noticed that, yeah, you guys carried it on through the second verse and into the production, and I just, I I love it. I love vocal layering <laughs> so I'm glad Thank you, yeah I'm glad that you're exploring that and having fun with it too
1: yeah I think it really makes for like a very um luscious and interesting kind of like soundscape mm-hmm. really what I enjoy listening to so it's it's actually it's a lot of fun to do to uh to to cut the vocals on these these new songs because it's like well where, where do we put the vocal pad this time you know <laughs> what crazy melody can we do here with the vocals and how can I mess it up in the track to like make it sound crazy or pitched up yes. or you know whatever whatever we end up doing with it so it's a lot of fun oh
0: yes yes i'm so so happy to hear that you're doing that what about the dropout i think it's in the second chorus is that correct
1: yeah going into the uh, the second or yeah going into the second chorus mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah what what was the decision behind
1: that so the, the song actually when we wrote it was much longer the structure okay. used, used to be after that moment there would be another chorus we we basically ended up uh cutting a whole chorus out of the song. So in that moment, we're figuring out we kind of did some rewrites on the second verse as we were wrapping up the song, and we were like, Well, do do we just go back to a chorus here? Or we kind of just wanted to get back to the main melody line, which for us was the the post-chorus, the da 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 you know, the, the main thing. And so we're trying to figure out what we could do to get there instead of having to do another chorus. And it ended up being that we just needed to do something a little drastic in that moment to kind of transition these two parts together. So I had this idea to do that kind of like barbershop quartet, like, you know, what you'd yes. hear from some like jazz quartet in the 60s or something. So I cut the vocals together and then for me it just ended up feeling a little cooler when i made it feel like almost like a lo-fi moment so it's supposed feels almost like you're hearing it on tape for a second it cuts down to this radio type vibe and then it cuts back to the full song and um it was an interesting thing to kind of transition together but i love that part so it's a, it's a really a unique production thing i think
0: oh yeah yeah it was like such a wonderful surprise like I definitely did not see that coming and it just worked so well like it was very like cohesive with everything too yeah I really loved that part well it sounds like this whole thing actually came together pretty naturally for you guys and I know that you said that you've worked with Dan before. So did you guys end up hitting any roadblocks along the way with the production or even the writing?
1: Yeah, like I said, we did some rewrites on it. There was originally a few different lines in the chorus and the second verse. The first verse never, never changed, but just a few lyrical tweaks along the way. But we did this song in March of 2021 and we kind of just sat on it, not purposely making tweaks, not actually doing much to it, but really just sitting on it like I I knew what I was releasing for a lot of last year so we knew that it wasn't going to come out immediately so we had some time to kind of just like let it sit and and see how we felt about it and then after about almost like six months we we were just back in working on some other things then we pulled it back up to tweak it and kind of redo the the final vocals and all that good stuff and and no real crazy roadblocks, just really just tweaking and fine-tuning the structure and the lyrics and, and getting the vocals right was pretty important. I actually have Mm -hmm. been toying around a lot with not necessarily lo-fi, but you know, as a producer, like my instinct always is to just make things as pristine as possible. And I'm Mm -hmm. trying to break that mold a little bit and say, okay, I kind of want the vocals to feel like they're, I don't know, like a little filtered or they're, Mm -hmm. I want, I want the whole thing to feel like you're, hearing it on vinyl and just kind of creative choices like that and that was not necessarily a roadblock but more of just a creative decision that i had to come to about this next round of music and what i wanted it to sound like and that that really took some time to figure out.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Well, i definitely yeah, i just i really enjoyed this song so much. Um, and the lyric is extremely relatable as well. So, yeah, i just really loved it. What would you say your favorite lyric line is in this song?
1: I really love how how the follow through comes around in the chorus. I'm I'm a sucker for those really songwriterly turnarounds. You know, you build up, you build up a whole verse and chorus just to kind of give them that like punchline at the end. So I love that. But I, I really can relate to the the first verse the most as well. I think just every line there, just my life in a nutshell. You know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Well,
0: those didn't change. You said. yes
1: no yeah that was that was day one and it was just real I I remember uh, going to my manager's house after that day and just playing it on acoustic guitar and he was like damn that's so relatable and I was like (laughs) I know right man (laughs) (laughs) so we love that from the beginning you know Yeah. yeah what
0: about your favorite production element in this song.
1: The end of that second the end of that second verse is, is my favorite putting it into that lo-fi space and doing that yeah. really crazy vocal turnaround, but actually my favorite uh part of that moment is not that it feels lo-fi and everything, but when I when I sing the follow through lyric line, there's this crazy retro delay, like almost like John Lennon delay coming off of my voice. And mm-hmm. that's not something I've I've toyed with a lot either in production stuff really like going super retro with any Specific delays or anything, but I I love that part. It's it's just very trippy for me, which is my favorite. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I can't. I can't get over that part either. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know you have a music video for this song as well. So, what was the direction behind this?
1: The the direction for the video, we we knew we wanted to do something crazy, and we're kind of going off of the line. There's a line in the first verse, head up in the clouds, uh, but I can't land. And so we were were going through over all the lyrics, thinking about what could we do for video? What would be really interesting? And we ended up trying to find a hot air balloon company that would let us shoot inside of a hot air balloon. I think we might've found the only business owner in California willing to let us do that. And, (laughs) and we got it done. So we we were able to shoot inside of a half deflated or inflated, I guess. And it was on the ground, which is for the best because you don't want me right. up in the air on one of those <laughs> things. Um, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a very unique experience at 6 a.m. shooting in a, a hot air balloon and dancing around in there. And uh, it's a continuous shot. I'm playing the guitar at the end. And I directed it. It's my first, first oh. time kind of putting it all together and directing a video myself. I've been so... Music focused for so many years, but I yeah. I really have a passion for the video side as well. So I've been trying to kind of jump into that world a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I was wondering how you guys got that. <laughs> so <you>, where did <laughs> you guys end up shooting it?
1: We were out in Temecula, which is okay. about yeah an hour or so from LA, and yeah they we, they they had launched something like thirty hot air balloons from this field that morning. But ours just oh. stayed on the ground, and we just kept filming. Oh my gosh. and uh, it was quite the experience. We actually they treated us like we were um, like, cause they're a vacation package company, right? Like you, you, would, okay. <laughs> you would go up in a hot air balloon typically on your vacation to Temecula, you know? So yeah. it, that, what's funny is when you rent the hot air balloon, you're entitled to a glass or a bottle of champagne. When you do that, now we're there at six in the morning not drinking champagne, but at the end, the guy's like, oh, by the way, I got this full bottle of champagne for you. We're like, all right, sounds good, man. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> Wait, did you use that in the video?
1: We did, we we did have some champagne in the video. That was oh, okay. a a baby glass, but we got a we got another bottle at the end. It was oh, a champagne okay. champagne filled day apparently. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, is there anything else about the writing, production, recording process of the song that you would love to share that we haven't covered?
1: I I was thinking uh back to another question what one of my favorite elements was is the Part that I mentioned in the post chorus the the da da-da-da, the main melody that was something we toyed with a lot too, because it, it used to just be a vocal going la 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 and we wanted to add another layer to it, so we ended up adding mandolin over it, which is my first time ever using wow. mandolin on a song, and uh, it's wow. actually the the vocal and the mandolins all kind of combined and messed up together to make that part. I thought that was a very interesting kind of weird production decision that we ended up keeping in there
0: yeah no that's cool i don't know many people that use mandolin
1: yeah it, there's
0: like
1: there's a thing know right there's a first for everything i guess i uh i'm horrible at the mandolin but i was good enough to make this part happen apparently yeah so. <laughs>
0: I really love you know it sounds like you do have you have like a trusting relationship with your producer, and then now you're in this phase where, yeah, you're just you want to like elevate and grow and and you're experimenting with your sound and and I really love that. I mean, the vocal thing is is and me not knowing that that's not something that you're used to, like I wouldn't have necessarily been able to be like, i guess figured out that you didn't do that before because it sounded sure. it was just you know a great decision for both of you guys to come up with so I just really really loved that part like I'm just a sucker for vocals though and again <laughs> for vocal layering so that definitely stood out to me but but yeah
1: yeah it makes really for it. it makes for a more interesting production I think you gotta layer yeah. in those vocals
0: yeah well and, and it also I mean you also talked about you know just simplicity and and to keep it simple, but, you know, yeah, just add in something else that is you, you know, and more organic rather than just like, you know, pulling something from a catalog.
1: Sure. Absolutely. People, people love the sound of a voice. You got to give it to them.
0: Yeah. Well, Devin, can you tell everyone where they can listen to follow through and watch the video and where they can follow you on social media?
1: Absolutely. You can listen to follow through Anywhere that you listen to music or at devkennedymusic.com, my website. You can watch the video on YouTube or on Vivo. And you can follow me anywhere at Dev Kennedy Music. Please do. Please say hello.
0: Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Devin, for coming on my show and breaking this down with me.
1: Of course. Thanks so much for having me.
0: You can listen to the full song on your favorite music platforms or check out SoundScrub Presents Featured Sounds playlist on Spotify. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Dene on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and many more at Lisa Danae or at Lisa Danae Music. If you're enjoying the show and would love to support SoundScrub, please visit lisadenay.com forward slash SoundScrub for more details. Thank you for listening.